When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three, two, one. Let's go. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a What's Hot in the Strip Club podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Elon Fong, your host for today's show. Danny's not with us, but we are here to pull back the curtain on the adult nightclub industry, the strip club industry. So this is for you people who aren't in the industry. We're going to explain some things and hopefully teach you some things about our wonderful industry. With me today, I have a phenomenal guest. This is Kelly Johnson, a.k.a. Heaven. Now, she started off as an entertainer, dancer, way back in the day, and she moved through being a house mom. She's been a DJ, a manager, and even a general manager in the industry. She currently is the manager at The Pony Club in Starkville, Mississippi. So please welcome Kelly Johnson. Kelly, welcome. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Great to have you on the show. Great to see your face. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Oh, it's a pleasure. I had to reach out to you. Now, I've known you for a couple of years uh, through the industry and met you at Expo and stuff. And I've kind of watched your career online a little bit. And when you became a general manager, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. You know, there's not a ton of female general managers that are more now and there's keep uh, more are stepping up and, and moving up in the industry. So I had to reach out to you. I thought, OK, here's a, a, an empowered woman who has learned a lot and started from the bottom and worked her way up. And so let, let's start there. So you started off as an entertainer, right? Yeah, for sure I did. A uh, long how, time ago, like you said. <laughs> yeah, how many years? How many years did you actually dance? If I can ask. Um, I danced for nineteen years. I had to retire. Oh my god! Yeah, I had to retire due to an injury, and oh, uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and then you moved into being a house mom. Yeah, I uh, I was approached by Stephanie and Stephanie Wilbanks, um, mm-hmm. and she uh, asked me what I thought about it, and I've had some really amazing house moms, and so I was like, yeah, I can do that. All right, so for our listeners who have no idea about the strip club industry, they're like, what is a house mom? What the heck, a mom? What? So what is that? So can you explain to our listeners what a house mom is and what they do? For sure. Um, so um, the house mom, a good house mom, is the glue to any club you have. She is going to do things that are behind the scenes that you would not dream about. She's going to keep the show rolling. She's going to take care of the girls. She does things that are small from making sure the girls have baby wipes all the way to making sure girls are on stage, taking care of the girls if they need it. Maybe they, you know, might not have had or might have had too much to drink that night, pulling them off the floor, getting them sober. Um, She also is a shoulder to cry on. She's somebody you can call anytime if she's a good one. Um, She just, she does so much. There's house moms are are definitely needed in this industry, I think. 
And they do such things like they they often provide costuming, makeup, uh, food and snacks in the dressing room for the girls. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Like they, I was a licensed cosmetologist, so I did hair, nails, makeup. Uh, my husband's a chef and he um, okay. uh, helps me, you know, with the food and stuff for the girls. And um, she, you know, can do costumes, sell costumes, sell shoes. Um, she teaches uh, classes. I taught classes um, for the girls, Dancer 101. Um, for new girls, you know, you just you don't want to just throw somebody into the fire. You want to actually show them, you know, how this world is and how it works and how to be careful and navigate through it. So, uh, yeah, she does all of that. Yeah. So for the record, for our listeners, it's not as simple as just putting on a thong, getting naked and you make a thousand dollars a night. There's <laughs> so much more that goes into being a dancer. So first of all, let me say shout out to all the entertainers I've worked with and all the ones I don't work with, because it is a physically demanding job. It is oh, an emotionally man. demanding job. Yes. Uh, you have to learn the hustle. There's there's a bunch of do's and don'ts. You want to keep yourself safe, both emotionally, yeah. physically, financially, all the above. And so mad respect to all my house girls. And a house yeah. girl are the girls who work every night in your local club. They're different from the feature girls, but the house girls are the ones you see every day at your local club. So much love to them because without them, we do not have an industry. Just got to 100%. 100%. <laughs> And you're, okay. it's weird because, like, you're an athlete and you don't even realize it. Your body just, if you're not careful, yeah. your body goes through so much. You really, I, I teach self care. You really have to take care of your body. Yeah. And especially nowadays, with as complex as the aerial dancing and pole dancing they do, they are high level athletes, a lot of them. Uh, and they got to, you know, I tell the girls all the time, you got to treat your body like an athlete. That comes from yeah. like hydrating to icing to stretching to like all that stuff. Yeah. It's crazy the conversations you have. I make mine stretch every day. When they come in early, I'm like, get up there and stretch. And they, they probably look at me like, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And and shout out to my house moms, Leisha, who passed away. Love and miss you. She was like a mom. And house moms are moms to so not just the girls, not just the entertainers, but oftentimes the staff, your DJs. Oh, yeah. DJs and house moms have to work closely together to get the rotations yeah. and to get the girls where they need to go. So usually the DJs and house moms have a really close relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and to Cheryl, my other house mom, I want to give them a shout out. Uh, mad sure. love to you guys. I love and miss you guys. All right. Uh, so you went from house mom, and then I assume you kept moving up. So you started managing. Um, how long have you been a manager in the industry now? Um, not very long. Uh, only about two years, I would say. Um, okay. Wow. Learning every day. Yeah. I got thrown into um, being a general manager. Um Learned a lot doing that, uh, the ins and outs, more so than I ever thought there mm-hmm. were, um, mm-hmm. still learning. And, I, you know, it's very interesting to see what all you think you know about the industry, and then you see more behind the scenes, and you're just like, wow. <laughs> so... Right, yeah, the general manager of the club, for like any general manager of a larger business, they have to handle a lot of the bigger questions. Like your floor managers hand the the putting out the fires every night and shift to shift. The general manager has to look out for the bigger picture and the long-term problems and goals of the club. So that's, it's amazing. You became a general manager two years in. There's so much to learn. I mean, I've never been a manager. Uh, I've had some great ones I've learned under and worked with. So I have an appreciation for what they do. I've been told uh, if you want to be a manager, be a manager, otherwise stay in the DJ booth because we all think we know everything. Uh, and you forget that there's a lot of, st- a 
lot of shit you don't know. And maybe you shouldn't stick your nose in that business. So I learned yeah. that lesson as a DJ. I, I'm thrive in chaos though. Like when stuff is slow and going well, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so bored. But like when things start happening, that's when I make the good decisions. I'm like, pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Right. That's why you that's why you got the opportunity so quick. I have a feeling. Right. I had a really great mentor as well. I got a shout out Gaither. He is uh he's my fairy godfather. He's awesome. <laughs> so let's talk about so now as a female in industry, and usually on the management side, on the business side of things, it's definitely a male-dominated industry. Uh how did how has that been for you as a as a strong woman coming up in the business and what are some of the hurdles or or stigmas especially as a former dancer stepping into management that you had to overcome um yeah there it's so it's weird because <clears throat> excuse me um as a dancer i came up in the era of <clears throat> the men ran things there was no questions you just got out and did mm-hmm. and you know and 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 that was accepted and now, you know, I'm, I don't, I want to say like, we're the pioneers of the new era because we're coming up when women are starting to be more accepted in this industry. It's very hard. Um, especially when I was a general manager, you know, I had, um, a lot of my guys, I literally had to prove myself to them, which, mm-hmm. you know, I get it, you know? And, uh, I think after I did that, they started to see, you know, you know, she's more than just tits, you know, she's got a brain. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I hate to say it like that, but no, you know, it's true though. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I get that and it, it is hard. Um, I'm grateful to have opportunities of people who, who cared to, to give me, a, give me that chance to show them instead of just looking at me like, you know, whatever kid, you know, and to mentor you and, and let you learn and make mistakes. Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that, you know, I definitely feel like in the last 10 to 15 years, it's become much more collaborative as well, but with the dancers and with the club side of things with the DJs and the, the managers, as far as, you know, the entertainers having a little bit more of a voice, which I think is a good thing, good, bad thing in some cases, but a good yeah, thing. Yeah. In, in oh, yeah I was going to say bad in some cases, but yeah. definitely very good. Like I say, in my day, we, we didn't pick our music. We didn't, we literally, we picked our outfits. That's what we, picked. sometimes depending on the club right. you work. In. Right, right. I came from a gown club. You picked what they sold and yeah. you know, so, um, and now it's, it's, I have an open door policy. If my girls have ideas, if they, um, they have promoting ideas, if they have music mm-hmm. ideas, you know, I want to put little shows on. If they have those ideas, I'm behind them 100%. That's awesome. I, I think that's very awesome. In fact, now what, um, what are the, uh, pluses or advantages of being a female manager when dealing with your entertainer staff? I feel like they or your, I, let me rephrase that with dealing with your independent contractor energy yes, in yes, most clubs. Yes. Sometimes they're I, well, I, just, I came from a club where uh, the, 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 some of the girls were staff. So okay. it's, it's a very, that's a whole nother subject, but that's very, yeah, that's another show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it's, they listen to you more. They tend to actually care what you have to say because they know that you've been through it, especially when you can identify with a problem that they're having. And you're just like, you know, like, I've had girls come to me and they're like, Oh, this is happening. I'm like, Oh my God, I hate when that used to happen to me. And they automatically are like, mom, you get it. And so it's easy to get things um, done. It's easy to communicate with them. It's uh, easier respect on both sides. You know, occasionally you have the, you know, the head button, but you know, I mean, that's, it's going to happen. It's, I don't know. It's just a nicer flow. If that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. I I mean, I tried to be as empathetic as possible when I, when I, you know, communicated and bonded with my entertainers, but at the end of the day, I'm a man. So there's a different perspective. There's some things I can get rationally, but I'm yeah. just not going to get on an emotional soul level that 
yeah. you can probably do with your entertainers. So but I you think know, I feel the same thing. way on the opposite token. I feel like men can get things across that certain women can't, you know, like we just men and women offer different aspects to things. And I think both are valid. Yeah, Mars and Venus, right? Yeah. <laughs> more with Kelly Johnson right after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. So, all right. Uh, let's start off with some other bigger questions for you. What are, what is the biggest myth or misconception about the industry you would like to blow up for our non-strip club industry listeners? Oh my gosh. How much time do you have? Cause I mean, <laughs> listen. <laughs> well, let's keep it to one. We got, you know, okay, we'll, keep we'll podcast start, a shorter. Um, that dancers have to come from a broken home or be poor or trash or things like that to be a dancer, you okay. know? Um, that is so far from the truth. Uh, I know plenty of people that had no, absolutely no issues at home whatsoever. They just saw the opportunity and wanted to make money. Maybe they were paying their way through school. Maybe they wanted, you know, their kids to go to private school, whatever the case may be. It's just not true. That's Um, a great point. I, I've seen girls from all walks of life of every race, every religion, and there's religious girls who dance. There's girls from rich families, affluent families. There's girls who are just good businesswomen who I've seen girls 
who made a ton of money and then turned that money into flipping houses or starting a business. And now they're millionaires. It's, it's crazy. So uh, it's, it's a great way to make cash for, for, for women and, uh, that's yeah. literally all it is. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a job like any other. Um, I always tell my girls, the number one thing I say, <clears throat> your heels d- don't equal consent. Just because you have a dancer out <laughs> doesn't mean that these guys can tell you about yourself. You know, that's great. <laughs> that's great. What is the biggest uh, misconception about being a manager? What, what would you like your uh, people to know about? Maybe they don't know about being a manager. Um, that we just kind of, sit around and just watch things <laughs> that don't do anything. <laughs> right. You know, like we just control everything. There are managers who just sit there watching sports though. I've seen it. But. For sure. I, I literally, <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me just say that I have seen that. I've had a manager one time. He never left the office. And I was like, Hey man, I need your help out here. You know, but like, um, you know, I want to be as involved as I can. You know, I shake hands. I'm, at dance count. I go to the door. I mean, I do everything. Like earlier you mentioned that I had DJed. I I wouldn't technically classify myself as a DJ because Lord knows I'm not, but (laughs) I've had to do that before. I've had to be security outside. So I just, I do everything. Yeah. My, uh, one of my favorite managers, Rob Caprio, rest in peace, Rob, uh, said, I I refuse to be held hostage by any employee. So I make sure I know how to do every position in the club. That way, if they're acting up or acting out, I can get rid of them and I can go do it myself. (laughs) That is literally how I feel. I feel like if I'm running a club, I need to know every single aspect of that club. So if something happens, I can cover it because the way I, this is the way I look at things. I feel like the show is the number one thing. And we put that on every night. We are literally Disney world with titties. Okay. Yes. If anything happens in that show to stop it, I've got to be able to, to pick that up and make that wave into food water. Yeah. Preach it. Preach it. The show must go on at all times. (laughs) Yes. 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 Agreed. Agreed. Uh, What is your favorite thing about your job? And then we'll, uh, well, actually let's start with the the not so good. What is your least favorite thing about the job first? Then we'll go to favorite thing. Hmm. Least favorite thing about being a manager. My least favorite thing. And and this is not happening here. um, So let me just start off by saying that, but my least favorite thing is when someone hires you to do a job and they don't let you do the job. Amen. I like that one. What's your favorite thing about your job? This is happening here when somebody hires me to do a job and they let me do my job. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the pony in Starksville, Mississippi. Jerry yes. Weston, thank you. Great job. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What is something uh, about the industry that would be surprising to non-industry people? Ooh, that the nurse or doctor checking you out probably used to be an answer. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, I know so many RNs. I do see the attorney <laughs> trying your case. The judge sitting yes. on that is lawyers. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what has changed for the worse since you started in the industry? And then we'll go to what has changed for the better. For the worst, I think that human trafficking has become oh, okay. easier. I think, yeah. I think that we are now paying more attention to signs and paying more attention to that. Um, and, and I, let me just say this, it's not necessarily, you know, seeing somebody come out of the club and kidnapping them. That's not what I mean. Right. right. I mean, like, you know, whether it's a girl who believes a guy who talks her into traveling to different States, taking her money, abusing her, you know, um, any, anything falls under that umbrella. Uh, but I feel like now we are paying more attention to that and we are being very much proactive. You know, there's, um, boards that, that dedicate, uh, you know, themselves to that. Um, 
Angelina so, Spencer, thank you. She's head yes. of an organization that fights human trafficking in the strip club industry. And let me clarify another thing about uh, human trafficking. It's not just, you know, people being trucked around in the back of a semi truck being mm -hmm. slaves. No, no, no. It could be another entertainer who takes advantage of a young entertainer. Yes and yes. travels with her, but then takes her money and takes her ID and just uses her and pimps her out. It could be a boyfriend. It could be a family member. Yes. It could be, uh, there's so many different variations of that. So yes. let's, let's blow up the idea that it's the, the cartels yeah, human no. people. Cause it's, that's not, of course that happens, For but sure. it's actually more likely to be it's more, yeah, it's someone more they know, a family yeah. member, a girlfriend it doesn't have yeah. to be a male either. So I yeah. want to clarify that. Yeah. Right. It is more so that definitely I've seen more of that. Yeah, so definitely, yeah. yeah shout, out, shout out to her. She does a great job. Yeah. So what is um, better about the industry since you started? Better about the industry. We are actually listening to the voices of the women and trying to make things um, uh, better for them. We are not looking at them like dollar signs mm -hmm. and actually caring about their situations, you know, uh, their, you know, their exit strategies. Um, I, I can't speak for every club. I can only speak right. for you know myself and, and what I do. Uh, but, you know, we care about their exit strategies. We care about them saving. We care about their education. You know, the Pony has education programs. I mean, it's, it's, wow. yeah. So it, it's important to me that we actually um, make sure that these ladies uh, achieve the goals that they, they, put out or even if they don't have goals that we show them the goals they could have the possibilities they could have so yeah let's invest in our ladies who provide everything for the rest of us so owners right. out there sure. listening we challenge you we challenge you to do these education uh assistance programs that she's talking about go talk to jerry westland if you need to to get some ideas i'll, I'll just say, throw that out there jerry's gonna oh man jerry westland's brilliant He's uh, awesome. you know yeah I've heard nothing but great stuff. All right. Here's the big one now. What new and exciting innovations do you see coming in the future or would you like to see happen in the, in the industry in the future? Um, you know, it, it's weird. I want to take something that's probably old school, but turn it new school. I want, I'm, I'm tired of the same song and dance. I'm saying I'm tired of the same cookie cutter stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to actually make it fun to go to clubs. I want to throw shows. I want to throw parties like, I want the girls to become invested in getting together and, you know, not just necessarily burlesque, but it could be anything. When I was in um, Myrtle Beach, I wanted to put together something like that. And I, I wasn't there long enough um, to, to do that, but I, I'm definitely going to do it here. Um, I, I want people to, I want people to actually have fun. I mean, I know they have fun when they go to the clubs. That's, that's not what I'm saying, but I want them to, I want them to be talking about it at the cigar shop with the other guys. And, you know, I want them, you know, bring your wives, bring your girlfriends. I mean, we love the ladies, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, when they're not being bitches to the girls, but it's fun to have that interaction with everybody. Uh, the stigma of yes. the clubs um is like it's like this dark corner where men sit in their you know perfect it's not <laughs> at all no. you know and and we actually have fun when you come out and you you know you enjoy the show and i wanted i would like to see that i would like to see our um our regular things go to something great yeah i'll say this when i worked in vegas at club paradise in las vegas and it's not there anymore but they had their own showgirls and four times a night they would come out and do these choreographed amazing shows they were all actual professional dancers as well as you know stripper entertainers uh and you know 
yes, there is the advantage of being in Las Vegas where there's a lot of talent like that yeah. readily available, but that exists everywhere to a certain extent. And, you know, some of the, yes, there's going to be some costs. So they were paid salary employees because they had yeah. to choreograph, they had to, you know, they do a bunch of stuff. And yes, there was insurance because people get injured. It's, you know, and they were doing, you know, aerials, aerial shows, high level, mm -hmm. like Cirque du Soleil stuff, not maybe yeah. quite that level, but close to it. You know what I mean? And I would love to see that. And every market. That's literally what I want to do. Yeah, I want to meet like four or five girls, you know, that want to do something. I even bought like uh, for my girls, I bought feature fans for them. I bought aerial hoops, like things like mm -hmm. that, um, you know, that they can play with and get on the stage and just kind of make themselves comfortable with it. And eventually I'm going to move to, hey, let's get together. Let's do this, you know. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just think that would be super cool. Like imagine just sitting there, you're watching, you know, your house girl on stage. And then when Showtime comes around, instead of doing, you know, a feature entertainer for Showtime, you've got the show. So it's like Amen. every hour on top of the hour. Dinner and an exotic adult show for you coming soon to your strip club. And hopefully Kelly Johnson is a the manager there. I want to thank <laughs> Kelly for coming on. This has been awesome. I appreciate your time and your knowledge and experience that you shared with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was like an honor to be here. Oh, great having you on. Thanks a lot, Kelly. All right. Go see Kelly at the Pony in Starksville, Mississippians, and say hello, all right? That's right. All of what's hot in the Strip Club's podcast, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, and Behind the Curtain can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.